Welcome to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience The Good Life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome to The Good Life, encouraging you with inspirational stories to share with family and friends through perspectives of hope in Jesus Christ. Our show in New England is an extension of a program that I did for many years in Hawaii. Today, we reach back into the vault, and I've got a special one for you. Open your heart. Hear what the Lord has to say to you today. How does God take a teen who grew up in Egypt and Decades later, use him to lead one of the most powerful Christian media program outlets throughout the Middle East, Northern Africa, Europe, North America, and Australia. It's a story of a teenager who was seeking truth in Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, who saw Jesus in a dream. He's been on a, been on a long journey, uh, a journey of shaping, a journey of preparation, and lifelong experiences of Christ's love and power. He's here with us by phone from Atlanta, Georgia. But we pause here even just for a minute here at the, as we begin our show today to remind you that the Good Life Hawaii radio show exists to lead you to faith in Jesus Christ. We want you to know how much Jesus loves you. No matter what you're going through, no matter where you've been, what you've done, what you've been involved in, how low you've been, Christ reaches out to you. He knows you by name. He loves you as you are. And Christ loves you so much, He died on the cross for your sins. He shed His blood on that cross. He was buried, and three days later, He rose again from the grave. And the living Christ calls you to Himself this very day. And our guest, as he shares, uh, we believe that the Lord will move in such a way to draw you closer and closer to himself. And if you're walking with the Lord and uh, yearning for an encouragement and inspiration and hope, well, we believe that you will be certainly refreshed by the story that you will hear today from Magid Atala. He received his degree in architectural designing in Alexandria, Egypt, and eventually became a member of the Faculty of Engineering and the Architectural Department at the University of Alexandria in Egypt. He also did master-level studies in urban planning. He is the Executive Director of the Kingdom Sat TV channel, where under his leadership, Kingdom Sat TV has launched to the Middle East, North Africa, 
and Europe with broadcasts 24-7 in Arabic, English, and French. He's led teams of ministry partners into Israel, Egypt, Lebanon, Jordan, France, and has been a key member in the global expansion of Dr. Michael Youssef's Leading the Way Media Ministry. He's worked with Transworld Radio's Arabic department in Monte Carlo, Monaco, owned his own architectural firm, and was a lieutenant officer in the Egyptian army. He's a frequent lecturer on Islam and Muslim evangelism, including lectures at Reformed Theological Seminary in Atlanta, Georgia. He plays the piano, the accordion, violin, and lute. Magid is married to Gehan Youssef Basta, or Gigi, and they have two children, Roa and Leon. Magid, welcome to our show. Welcome, Danny. That's wow. I'm, thank you for this long introduction. I'm impressed myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly am. Uh, and I want to take it back, Maggot. Uh, where did you grow up? Uh, in fact, I mean, it's, it's, it's a long story, Danny, but I mean, to make it very short and simple, I, I'm, I'm one of those um, kids who grew up in a Christian family. And uh, if we go a little bit, bit in history, you know that uh, Egypt, as part of uh, the Middle East, part of North Africa, used to be a Christian nation, a Christian country, uh, before Islam and Muslims invaded uh, North Africa, beginning uh, from Egypt to uh, to Morocco. And uh, we are called the, rem- the remnants of the Christian families that uh, kept the faith along the years since 632, 35 to this day, and um, I grew up in this family I, as a normal kid, and I was attending churches um, as as my parents used to take me uh, every Sunday, and I, I was living a normal life. But I was I went astray with all my ways when I was a teenager, um, and then um, in fact, uh, growing up in a Muslim environment, hearing that Islam is right, and uh, some Christians say no, Christianity is the right way. And also, you know, I mean, Egypt at that time in the in the mid '60s, late '60s, we were in a war with Israel. So, and and the Jews, the Jews say we are the right nation, we are the chosen people. So I was com- completely confused by all what's going on and all the point of views. So um, uh, I just gave up on God altogether, <laughs> being confused mm. by uh, who is right and who was wrong. So, in this, at this point in your life, and I like the way that you described it. I mean, you, your Christian Christian roots and tradition uh, go back uh, many hundreds hundreds of years, and uh, when I think about you growing up at that time, it was a tumultuous time. As you grew. Even in this time of confusion, uh, who would you say influenced you most during those early periods in your life? In fact, the, the, the person who modeled me is my father. Uh, my father, I mean, he passed away in 1989, 
when I was 26. Uh, he was a godly man. Um, I saw him in many occasions, even without him even knowing that I am watching. I saw him standing alone or sitting alone, praying in the morning, in the afternoon, at night. I mean, any time he is facing problems with his work, is facing a challenge with things that he has to take decisions about. So he kneels down, and I mean, I'm, I'm talking literally, kneels down on his knees and he prays to uh, the Lord of Lords. And he, in fact, gave me the first seed of faith in my life. But, you know, as, as a teenager, I was confused and I went every direction. But he remained the, that figure in my life that molded um, the faith in me. And later on, I just traced his way of life mm -hmm. in my life and my family as well. There is always a warmth when I hear about a father's influence, a father's example. So here you are, you know, as a, as a young boy searching. Uh, how did you become a Christian? Uh, as I told you, Danny, I mean, I was totally confused, and I gave up on God and the religions altogether. I said, okay, if all are battling, are all are claiming that this is the right way and not the other way, So, and I said, okay, if people are not agreeing on something, then there should be no way. So, and uh, here I am, giving up on God, and uh, I, in fact, a period of my life, I would call, I went through atheism, um, and I, I didn't believe in anything, uh, though I kept going to the church because my family wanted me to be with them, but uh, that was the, my life until I attended one of the summer conferences with the youth mm -hmm. in our church, and of course, as usual, we uh, were listening to preachers um, telling about this and that, until one of them, um, I mean, one said something that struck me hardly. Uh, he said, okay, if you were born, that means you will ever exist, even after you die. Where will you spend your eternity? In fact, <laughs> that scared me <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, for, a, for a little. I mean, though I was giving up on God as a concept altogether, but uh, I thought for a moment, if there is really a God, where shall I spend my eternity? And I was, I mean, struggling with this question from that time on. That question led me to study hard the three religions, Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. I read, and, and, and my family knows this, I'm a bookworm, mm -hmm. I read like crazy, I read in depth all the religions and how you get to this and how you understand that and how, do you, how you get to God. Uh, and then uh, the conclusion, I mean, long story short, the conclusion was this. I asked the main figures of each religion. I asked Moses, after reading a lot about that, I asked him, do you guarantee my eternity? And Moses said to me, in the Bible, of course, mm -hmm. uh, do the Ten Commandments and you will survive. And, I mean, the immediate answer came to me, who would do the Ten Commandments? Who would keep them? And, of course, there is an impossibility to keep the Ten Commandments. 
And then I asked the Prophet of Islam, Muhammad, I said to him, uh, do you guarantee my eternity after death? And uh, Muhammad himself, as uh, I mean, it is written in the Muslim books, Muhammad said, uh, God is the best deceiver, and I cannot trust him. So Muhammad himself didn't know if he will make it to heaven or not. Then I was uh, fully confused. And then I asked Jesus the same question. Do you trust, I mean, me with the eternity? I mean, do you guarantee my eternity? And he said, um, you shouldn't do anything. It's all on me. Just believe in me. And this thought gave me peace. I, uh, I was still confused. But during that time, I, um, I, I, I dreamed of Jesus. Uh, I, I mean, I saw him in my dreams. And he gave me that look. I saw, I mean, a huge light coming into my face and, and into my eyes. And through that light, I saw Jesus. And I tried to turn uh, my back to him, trying to run away from him. And he grabbed me in the back and bat on my back. And ironically, Danny, in the morning, my back was hurting the whole day. You know, I, I remember I remember you sharing that with me when we were there together in Nashville, Tennessee. That's and right. the, the, the graphic way in which you described it, and even to, <laughs> the fact that your back was hurting the next day uh, really uh, spoke of the, the profound way that it has influenced you. I'd like to go back. When we come back from our break... I'd like to talk a little bit about about what happened, you know, the the dream that you had, maybe share a little bit more about that. Um, but your process, you really process this uh, search. You it was it was not just uh, of course we're emotional beings. We 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 often make decisions. We 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 purchase things on emotion often. But here is a, a life long eternal decision that is being made and you you saw that and i and i love the way you put it where you you asked moses you asked uh, muhammad and you asked the lord jesus and and how you processed the way that they they answered you uh Maggie, when we come back let's talk some more about your process with the lord sure. the dream there as a as a young boy, a teen, and then beyond that, how the Lord has led you. I mean, you're an architect by trade, but all of a sudden, a few decades later, you're, you're in the media ministry, reaching millions with the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Lord sends Maggie Atala all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, to speak with us today, to you, heart to heart, as he shares this gripping story. Stay with us. We'll be back with more. Wandering the road of desperate life Aimlessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me, I'll lead you home On behalf of Danny Yamashiro Ministries, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, weekdays at 6 p.m. on WEZE and visiting drdanny.live for more resources. My dear friend, it is because of listeners and donors like you that we are able to spread the message of Jesus' love and bring hope to people like you, your family, and friends. Proverbs 11.25 says, He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. 
Will you prayerfully consider donating to Danny Yamashiro Ministries so that we may continue to broadcast the gospel so believers will be built up and non-believers may form a relationship with Jesus Christ? Visit drdanny.live to make a financial contribution today. That's drdanny.live. And thank you again for supporting The Good Life with Dr. Danny. May God richly bless you with The Good Life. Listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview when I hosted this show in Hawaii. Please enjoy. Have you ever spoken with somebody, so you get to meet them, and then in just a few moments as you listen to them talk, you can feel your your heart beginning to get uh, start to pump with a greater level of excitement and enthusiasm. It's like, uh, and you're just telling stories of what's happening now in their life and in their ministry, and it comes across in a way that you begin to marvel at the the magnificent movement of the Lord, and it motivates you, it engages you. Well, that's the story of my featured guest today. His name is Maggit Atala. He is the executive director of Kingdom Sat uh, TV. It's a Kingdom Sat television channel that is really spreading all over the world. And he's even even during our break, he's telling me a few more things of what's happened in in the ensuing time since I, I last met with him and more doors are opening. You like open doors? You know, open doors are moments of opportunity. When God opens those doors, he, he opens them because many times he wants us to walk through and see where he will lead us next. And Magaratala is here to share that with us. To find out more about this program and uh, to if you're tuning in right now and you Want to? You caught maybe caught the tail end of the last segment. Well, you can get this whole show, the whole podcast at thegoodlifehawaii.com. And I would always encourage you, as I typically do, share it with a friend. And to find out more about Magid Atala's ministry, his expansive ministry, visit kingdomsat.com. That's kingdomsat.com. Magid, you talked about a dream. A dream that the Lord tapped, well, I guess he didn't tap you on the back. He thumped you on the back. But in the morning when you woke up, you could feel pain in your back. What happened with that? That's right. In fact, uh, you, I, I could feel the hand of the Lord on my back. It was a, a heavy hand. And I believe this was the merciful hand because he just wanted to wake me up. And uh, from that time on, I started reading in the Bible. And uh, the, the verse that uh, remained all my life with me was uh, in Acts 4.12. There is no salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. It's the name of Jesus. Mm. So uh, at that time, I, I surrendered all my life to Jesus, and I said to him, I will never... Uh, 
uh, doubt you again. I will never give up on you. I will never give in to any other authority but you. And um, since that time on, I started uh, studying the Word of God. I mean, I mean, I read the whole Bible, I believe, maybe in, in a week time, and people say, eat one chapter per day. But I mean, I could, in one uh, session, I would read maybe half of the Old Testament, and then uh, I mean, the whole New Testament I, I read in, in maybe a couple of days. I mean, I was like a worm trying to understand, to read. I mean, my eyes were opened, and I tried to understand things that I have never understood before. The Lord just gave me, a, a, I mean, a, a light of knowledge, you know, I mean, like a spark into my, my mind and my brain. He changed my life upside down from the, the, the bad to the good. And, I mean, he created me anew. And, in fact, I, I mean, I cannot, I mean, as we give the example in evangelism, uh, you, I cannot tell you how sweet an apple is until you take a bite of it. I, I, I tell you now about an apple that I, I loved, and, and Jesus is, is the apple of my eye. He is my Lord, my Savior. And you cannot, or anybody cannot understand what I'm talking about till he or she gets a bite of this, because the Bible says he is sweet, and he is really uh, the Lord of Lords, and the King of Kings. Once he gets into your life, all your life gets changed, and you understand things that you have never thought of before. And the Word of God means something completely different to you. And that's all what happened to me from that time on. I became uh, a new creation in Christ. That's that's simply what I can tell uh, about that moment in my life. So the Lord brought you to himself in a very, I would say, dramatic but intimate way. As you've sought him, you've you become like a so hungry, so thirsty for the word. You, you've fallen in love with the Lord Jesus Christ. How did this passion for media ministry worldwide reach how did that grow from a 17 year old boy who eventually becomes an architect help us bridge that gap of a professional career and now you are leading one of the leaders in evangelistic missions media ministry Danny, this is a long journey, and uh, it's hard for me to summarize it, but I'll do my best. Uh, being a 17-year-old boy, uh, I, I'm studying architecture, designing, and uh, I mean, I, I in fact fell in love with architecture. Um, and at that time, I was um, I was busy with two things. I mean, doing my study, and also I was uh, heavily involved. In the uh, in the church and the, the evangelism in the villages in Egypt, and maybe people don't know that Egypt is full of uh, uh, people who are living in darkness in remote areas. So I am, as you introduced me, I am a pianist and accordionist as well. So I used to carry my little accordion to go to uh, villages in the remote areas, uh, putting on my boots and getting into the mud in the villages just to reach out to people. So I was, I mean, doing two tracks, studying and evangelizing. But um, as you maybe uh, mentioned, I was a fan of languages. 
So I mastered the Arabic language, and it's in fact it, you need to understand Arabic well to understand the Quran and and its uh, its um, topics and subjects. That's why I was studying like crazy. So and I studied also English, French, and later German language. So these languages helped me explore more the Bible and the other people's cultures. Uh, from that time on, I was invited to be part of um, the Camps Crusade people in Egypt uh, as a full-time minister. But uh, working in the architecture field, I said to the person who invited me, the head of the Camps Crusade in Egypt, I said to him, listen, I don't, I don't need to be a minister to reach out to people. And during my daily work in architecture and designing and being in buildings, I meet thousands of workers, engineers, and contractors. So I reach out to people more than any other minister because ministers try to find one or two, but I, I meet thousands of them hmm. daily. So I, I share Jesus more than anybody else. I don't need to be in the ministry to be this. Anyway, long story short, I, um, I was involved in producing a program um, in Arabic for, the, for Transworld Radio, as you introduced me, um, while I was an architect. So I was, I was producing at night and then working as an architect in the morning. And then and, uh, they invited me to join the ministry in Monte Carlo, Transworld Radio in Monte Carlo, and be responsible for the Arabic uh, broadcasting from Monte Carlo to the Arab world. And people may ask, why Monte Carlo? Because apparently you cannot function any religious content from uh, the Muslim world. So, I mean, we had to, to work from outside and broadcast from outside into the region. Mm. That's why my family and I went to a trans world radio in Monte Carlo. We live, lived there literally for eight years, uh, being responsible for the Arabic broadcast to the whole Arab world, something like uh, 300 million potential audience on a daily basis. And then this was the time when I met with Dr. Michael Youssef, and we became, I mean, very good friends. And after eight years with Monte Carlo in Transworld Radio, he invited me to join his ministry in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, I ended up here. And when we started the Kingdom Satellite TV channel, he commissioned me to be responsible for this outreach uh, since 2009 when we started the TV channel. And uh, here I am. Uh, being used by the Lord in a mighty way, reaching out to at least 4.23 billion potential audience around the globe. Okay, I want to just make sure I heard you correct. You said 4.2 billion people? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, you know, it's maybe a little hard for some people to really wrap their minds around the, the immensity of that. Especially if you're listening, you know, in a in a place where you think, like America, we, we tend to think in America, and you know it uh, full well, that, you know, it's, it's almost like the Lord magnifies America, and everyone else is sort of dimmed out in our view. But uh, we can get really... Uh, misled into thinking that we are really the center of the world when in fact the lord i mean the world the world is big and there are multitudes of people uh, give us a glimpse megan of 
what that means when you say that many people is being reached by your uh, kingdom satellite channel. Absolutely. Uh, let me give you the analogy, Danny. Um, we have a great commission from Jesus himself, from the Lord Jesus Christ. He commissioned us uh, to go to the world, to take the gospel to the world, to the four corners of the world. And when we try to reach out to uh, the Muslim people, I mean, those who I lived with and those who I befriended with, um, we tried to broadcast from, in, from within the region itself, but it was an impossibility. We, we cannot use any uh, satellite that um, uh, is owned by an Islamic country. So we thought of coming from outside of the region. And I give the analogy of the paralytic that, uh, uh, they, I mean, the four men brought him to Jesus through the ceiling. And we thought of the same way. We can come through the ceiling to uh, the people in the Middle East and North Africa. And um, here we are bringing Jesus to the paralytics in the region, mm -hmm. if we can mm -hmm. say that. Did you get me? Yes. So, I mean, we used a, a, a European satellite. We call it Hotbird. Hotbird is, is a European satellite that reaches out to Europe, and the spillover goes to North Africa and the Middle East as well. Uh, most of the world is covered except for Asia, which, Lord willing, we will be broadcasting also on uh, another satellite that is reaching out to Indonesia, the biggest Islamic nation in the world, via another satellite, and people will be able to hear and watch uh, the Word of God preached uh, in, in, in a solid way, uh, and Jesus is, is getting into the uh, dark corners of the world. And uh, lately as well, we have been offered another opportunity to be on Asia Sat, which covers all Asia. And here we say we are covering the whole world. When I say 4.2 or 3 billion, that means three quarter of the world. Mm -hmm. Eventually, hopefully, we cover the whole world. And that's the mission we have on our hearts. This is uh, marvelously strategic. And I, I love the way that you you use that passage the, this, the, when, when Christ was there and, you know, the, the friends couldn't bring the paralytic in the front door. They, they found a way, you know. It would have been so easy for them to just get discouraged and say, oh, maybe this is not the time. Uh, maybe there'll be another time. But they were desperate for their friend who was helpless. And they found a way. Uh, unconventional way and I think sometimes Maggie the Lord brings us to a point where it's the crossroads where we feel like we're we've got our backs against the wall and there is no other way and 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 yet we are never more close to a miracle way a breakthrough way than when we when we come to the dead end and you have come to many opportunities like that. And the way that you speak is almost, it's like to you now, the dead end is really the moment of opportunity because the Lord is going to break open something completely miraculous. And, yeah, absolutely. and the, absolutely. the way that you say it will bring hope to a dear listener today who in their own life might be a financial dead end, might be a health dead end. As you're listening, you might be in a relational dead end or your own emotions or your, your, your mind is, is out of ideas. But the story of Maggie Atala and Kingdom Satellite 
uh, channel, kingdomsat.com. Their ministry is a reminder of just that, that when you come to that place, the dead end, like the paralytic's friends were at the dead end, they found a way. God provided a way. And God honored their boldness when they stepped out in faith. Will you step out in faith even at the dead end? The Lord will meet you there with a mighty breakthrough, a mighty miracle. More from Magadatala. Exciting things when we come back. Stay with us. Wandering the road of desperate life Namelessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me I'll lead you home. This is Danny Yamashiro. Don Pick Benson wrote, When I was growing up, my dad was a farmer, not a Christian. He had little interest in faith, having been told by his father that the Bible was a fairy tale. But then a local pastor took an interest in my dad, asking if he could help plow the fields on the weekend. That one act of service spoke louder than words ever could to my dad. By his actions, the pastor made my dad feel loved, and that did more than any preaching could have. He didn't need convincing about the theological correctness of the Bible. He needed to feel God's love for him. This pastor met that need in a practical way, and that's evangelism. For more inspiration on evangelism, go to drdanny.live. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience The Good Life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today, we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview when I hosted this show in Hawaii. Please enjoy. He's had uh, special opportunities, uh, professional studies in the Quran, Sunnah, Hadith, and various Islamic cults, including uh, religion and comparative studies. He's uh, been involved in lectures and uh, conducted many seminars in the Arab world, in places like Morocco, Germany, Jordan, Egypt. He speaks multiple languages. I'm speaking of none other than our featured guest today, uh, Magid Atala. He is the executive director at uh, Kingdom Satellite Channel. It's a, a satellite channel where their programs are being, and God is opening up incredible doors of opportunity for them to expand the reach to get this now. 4.2 billion people. I'm talking about three quarters of the world are being given opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ through this very powerful, powerful media ministry. You're listening to the Good Life Hawaii radio show. Magid, as you've been sharing, um, if people want to find out more about Kingdom Satellite, how can they do that? Um, in fact, um, Kingdom Set is, I mean, the simplest way. If you are anywhere in the world, go to our website, 
and you will find our live broadcast 24-7. You can watch it on our website. You can watch it on your iPhone, iPad, uh, your uh, smartphone, anywhere in the world. It's 24-7. That's the easiest way. But if you are in the region, like uh, Middle East, North Africa, Europe, uh, even North America, let me talk about the Middle East, North Africa, and Europe. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are usually broadcasting on what we call the direct-to-home, DTH broadcasting, which is simply uh, you buy a dish and a decoder, and then you get our broadcast. Just you search for Kingdom Set, or the name in Arabic is Malakut Set, uh, and you can find us. It's a free broadcast. We, we are not asking people to subscribe to anything or to pay anything to receive our our channel. So that's the way you receive it in Europe and the Middle East, North Africa. In in America, there is uh, something called um, the IP TV or IP World. That's also for the ethnic groups. Uh, you go to any grocery store, you buy a dish and a decoder, and you just uh, receive our channel of charge. You don't need to subscribe to anything. There's another way to do this, which is IP um, TV, which also you can have a little decoder without a dish. You just connect your Internet cable to that um, box, and you connect the box to your TV, and you can watch hundreds of um, ethnic group channels, including the Arabic channels, uh, and ours ours is one of uh, those as well. Uh, if you are in anywhere else in the world, I mean, like Australia, South America, South Africa, you can just uh, watch it through a, a dish and a decoder. So, I mean, the easiest way is go to the website and you can find us 24-7. In addition to this, we have our um, YouTube channel. We uh, post all our videos on our YouTube page. People can go there at their leisure, at their uh, I mean, as they want, they can watch our content day and night with no restrictions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, on our website, there is a library. We call it Video on Demand. You can go and find the preacher you like, the ministry you like, and you find a whole uh, set of programs waiting for you to watch any time, any moment. And what's the cost? Zero. (laughs) Zero. I mean, we believe that... uh, Mm. uh, I mean... People who believe in our ministry, they give in abundance, and uh, that's how we do our ministry. It's a non-for-profit organization. Uh, we, uh, we love those who support us and uh, uh, donate for the cause of our ministry. We, ha- we have no product to sell. The only product we have is the gospel, and the only person we promote is Jesus Christ mm. and his salvation to the world. Maggot, as you... As you expand the reach but it's very personal and you you have supporters that have come alongside to stand with you they felt led of the lord to to donate donate consistently donate uh, sizably to fund and for the proclamation of the gospel how are muslims muslims responding to the gospel of jesus christ uh, that's a very interesting question. I, I love it. I love to answer it. Um, m- Muslims, uh, in, I mean, in usually, they have uh, certain understandings about the Christian faith. So uh, I, I can brag for his glory that our channel receives 90% uh, of uh, our feedback 
I mean, it, it comes from Muslims, uh, which means that we are talking to uh, the right group. Muslims respond in two ways. One, full rejection, and those who are closed-minded, they don't want to hear anything about this. They, they I mean, they don't want to even understand or to, uh, to um, look into the other's faith or belief. The other group is those who are seekers, those who try to find answers to questions they have. And by the way, the majority of Muslims, they try to understand. Though they have their own way of understanding Christianity or the Christian faith and Christians, but they are always seeking to understand things about the other, which is the Christian faith. So um, they watch out of curiosity. They watch out of um, uh, the, the desire to understand more. So they usually come in two groups, those who are seekers. They come in two groups. One group is um, coming with real questions, sincere um, uh, topics that they ha want to know about. The other group comes with insults. Mm. And from my experience, along the last 25 years in ministry, I can tell that those who come with insults, accusations, and bad and uh, um, severe attitude towards Christianity, those are the ones who receive Christ in, the, in their life. Because once they are bothered, that means uh, they have things inside them that uh, tries to know, but they try to defend themselves by attacking others, at, by insulting others. Hmm. And from my experience, those are the ones that I would love to work with all the time or correspond with, because those are the ones who believe in Christ uh, very rapidly. Uh, from my experience as well, uh, I've been corresponding with many sheikhs in, in Saudi Arabia and in the Gulf area, very close-minded, but uh, they are not even trying to understand. But once we show the love of Jesus, something that doesn't exist in Islam, love, we have a God that loves that's, that's something that Muslims lack, because in Islam, God is harsh. God is far away. God cannot love, because love means weakness. And their God is not weak. He doesn't love. He wants slaves. He wants worshippers without understanding. That's the whole story about Muslims' reception or perception about the Christian faith. You've, uh, you've in a way, crystallized the very essence of of this 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 aspect really the the uniqueness of the love of Christ uh, into the hearts of and lives of muslim people and yet you've you've shared it in such a way that yeah we you you get insults back you know, vehement uh responses because of now you've even kind of taken that apart as far as the the spirit is stirred so they respond with a, almost a defensiveness that becomes offensive, but the heart is yearning. The heart is yearning. Gosh, ninety percent of your your viewing audience, your your connecting audience, is uh, Muslim people. Uh, we certainly know that the Lord loves the world, which means He loves the Muslims, and Christ died for them too. And the Lord uses you and Dr. Michael Youssef and all the special communicators that you have on your program in, in various languages to communicate with such effectiveness 
the good news of Jesus Christ. Maggie, we're going to take a quick break right now, but when we come back, I'd like for you to share a little bit about what maybe the Lord has been speaking to you lately about. And uh, along those lines, perhaps if you would, how the Lord has led you even through some difficult times in your own life. There may be a word to a dear listener who may be struggling right now, who needs a word of hope from God's messenger, Magid Atala, from Atlanta, Georgia. But wherever they're from, you will connect with them because of the grace of the Lord through you. We'll be back with more. You don't want to miss this. Magid Atala. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life Namelessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me I'll lead you home James 3.13 says Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is brought to you by generous sponsors. Thank you to Coach Dino Babers and Mrs. Susan Babers, Mr. Edmund Jung and Mrs. May Jung, Mr. Rodney Arias Sr., A1A Electrician, Cedar Assembly of God, and the Thursday Men's Breakfast, Boston. If you, your business, or your church would like to support The Good Life with Dr. Danny, please visit drdanny.live. Join our partnership team. That's drdanny.live. Thank you. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview when I hosted this show in Hawaii. Please enjoy. Okay, if you want to be a part of of something huge, uh, magnanimous, some, uh, some, a ministry that is impacting billions of people's lives every single day, 24-7. I mean, the executive director wakes up every morning checking on correspondence and wanting to respond to, to correspondence of people, Muslims. 90% of the audience are Muslims from all over the world who are wanting to find out more about the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to partner with them, if you want to find out more about how you can engage with them, they, they charge nothing for any of their resources, all supported by donations, people, perhaps people like you, just like you, who might want to engage and partner with them to help get more of the gospel to more people. You want to go to KingdomSat.com and get more information. You can make your donations there. In fact, the executive director is with us today from Atlanta, Georgia, via telephone. His name is Maggie Atala. And I just remind you again, and I encourage you to support this ministry. Get behind them. Give, give generously. Stand with them. Give consistently. Find out more at KingdomSat.com. 
Maggot, what has the Lord been saying to you uh, lately? Day Daniel, the Lord talks to me, and I can write books about how His voice is clear in my life. And I'm not talking about the uh, the personal way. I mean, though He speaks to me uh, through His Word, and people sometimes ask me, how do you hear the voice of the Lord? The Lord spoke and speaks and will speak forever through His Word. If we read His Word, we will know His will. People ask about His will. His will is in His Word mm -hmm. that we have to nourish upon every day. So, so, so the, the Lord, I'm sorry, uh, just to cut in, but, but Maggie, you know, you're a man of the Word. You've soaked in the Word. Now, in life, I mean, it's not always easy, is it? How, how has the Lord helped you through difficult times? The Lord, in, I mean, the Lord, uh, during the very hard times, He comes through in a, in a miraculous way. Um, I, I just want to talk uh, briefly about uh, one incident in my life. Uh, when I was in Monte Carlo with Transworld Radio, um, we, I mean, they, I mean Transworld decided to close the office in Monte Carlo, and at that time I had no job and I had n nothing in life to lean upon, and uh, I decided my family to go back to Egypt. And uh, at that time we felt that, uh, uh, is the Lord forsaken, uh, forsaking us, and is he giving up on us as being part of a ministry, and we have been serving him all the time? But miraculously, same day I decided to resign, the Lord opened another huge door when uh, Dr. Michael invited me to come to be part of his ministry. Um, I, I can tell stories one after another. During the, the launching of our broadcast, we have been under attack from various directions. We, I mean, we had failed servers. We had computers that didn't work. I mean, in, in a way that Satan wanted to stop us from every good work we do, um, being determined and leaning on the promise of God that he is in this and he will make it a success. Uh, always I'm reminding myself of his promises in my life, in times of difficulties with my children, in times of difficulties in, in ways of life, my family. Uh, I remind myself of his promises that he is with me. Mm. He is supporting. Mm. He will never leave me or forsake me. Uh, leaning on the promises of God, I mean, is the, is, is the um, provision during the hard times and the hardships of life. Mm. Maggie, we, uh, we have about a minute. Uh, what would you say to someone listening right now, and they're saying, uh, I feel moved, but what would you say to me personally? What would you say to them, Maggie? Um, okay, I, my word for everybody and for you, Danny, I yes. came from a close country like Egypt. I was deprived of talking about Christ uh, on the streets. I cannot. I would be imprisoned if I shared the gospel with a Muslim or even to give him uh, the gospel of, of, or a Bible. Uh, my word today is don't take your freedom for granted. Talk about the Lord. Share him with others. It's, it's the time. May the Lord, um, I mean, God forbid that we are deprived from our freedom that we have in this country. Uh, enjoy it. Share the gospel. I mean, don't lose a minute without talking about Jesus. This is 
our lives commission and uh, we have to get benefit of what we are uh, we have in hand today um, may the lord uh, prevent it that we will be deprived of uh, later or sooner that's my message to the, the whole world today enjoy jesus and share it with us you know sometimes we can get so ingrown with our own trouble our own problem and here you are just reminding us hey We've got the greatest opportunity and a great privilege to live where we live in an open country to take the gospel of Jesus Christ. Maggot, your words came from just heart to heart and just immense in the way that you you are being used of God to reach so many people. I want to thank you, my dear brother. Thank you, very, Danny, for this opportunity. I really appreciate you and your ministry, brother. Words of outreach from Maggot Atala. My friend, God's timing is perfect, and there's no better time than right now to share the love of Jesus with someone near you. And if you haven't done so, look, I believe this is the perfect moment for you to open your heart to Jesus Christ. Go to drdanny.live for next steps and find resources to reach family and friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and major podcast platforms. Joel 2 verse 28, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Maggie Atala. Until next time, along with my producer, David Nasora, creative director, Brian Torres, social media director, Luke Yamashiro, and guest coordinator, Jan Yi. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Remember, the Lord is with you as you share the love of Jesus with someone today. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of The Good Life with Dr. Danny. We hope that today's program has been a blessing for you and that you may find hope in hearing how God's Word affects people from all walks of life. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a listener-supported program, and we'd like for you to prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor or donor. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. Be sure to tune in weekdays at 6 p.m. to hear The Good Life with Dr. Danny. Until next time, may God richly bless you with The Good Life.